Hey, what's up guys? Welcome to another edition of Alpha Alloy Podcast. So this time I'm here in Helsinki airport waiting to board my flight back to Amsterdam. And here I am waiting to summarize about what are all the key things happened in Riot 19 summit. And this is not just going to be some summarizing thing which I'm going to talk about the risk of events happen because obviously all the talks are recorded live and it's been uploaded to the riot youtube channel you will be able to see all the action which happened and also in all the social media channels as well so this won't be just me summarizing and i will also be sharing about what embedded operating system appears as a whole before coming here i did a lot of research and after coming back i was just exploring even more further and now i have a pretty concrete stance on what needs to be done in this particular space and if you happen to pick up firmware development and wanted to go into this route you should definitely listen to this this edition all right first things first riot 19 was a phenomenal event so we had a lot of very good speakers who are apparently much experienced in iot development they have done a lot of jobs they they are not just contributors to riot system they are all, they also worked in a they have they have been battle tested so most of their contributions are not just limited to one operating systems but rather as a standard by meaning standard i'm i'm talking about the rfcs and iatf so lot of these engineers they write specifications for R- rfc and iatf and they also define standard interfaces of how how to write an hardware abstraction layer for a board or how to write a new protocol or a specification from scratch all right so with that said the key the key speakers they they pretty much stuck to their agenda they they managed to convey their point across very well so everything was going smoothly until until a lot of things became repetitive so what i would see what i would suggest is there are a lot of things which we should consider before stepping into the world of firmware development all right so first of all let's not just talk about riot here let's take contikengi and then zephyr and then riot and then the yocto project from wind technologies right so these are all primary and the most famous well known embedded operating systems which are currently dominating the market so first and foremost all these all these riot operating systems they wanted to establish credibility so in order to establish credibility all they do is first they will start offering support to multiple boards so as soon as a new board enter into markets if it's the new kid to play around they will immediately write a firmware and they will they will try to ensure that their operating system is supported in that board but this is what i feel the values are misaligned here all right so if you are a budding iot activist or a, or if you just wanted to hack around with a lot of boards just remember that if and until another ways if using a new board is giving you a significant performance improvement or if it's serving you a different purpose like 
if there is any considerable technical advantage of using that board then only, then 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 please go for that board but don't just use that board just for doing the same sort of hello world or blinking leds or establishing a simple rest server or just publishing a payload that doesn't make any sense in the world it's just adding one more thing see marketing companies will definitely market or package a package a board and they will sell it off so and it will definitely everybody will start to just take that board apart see what is in there and then you will have a lot of articles written about those things most of them are being paid so they will approach developers and they will approach <laughs> you know so technical bloggers to cover them just to write an article for them it's an article and for them their board is getting covered so it's all a win-win situation here but I'm not trying to rip apart all the boards which are coming into market until otherwise there is a very 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 good credibility from the market that this particular processor is a very very much of a step up than the others then ideally I would recommend you to take that road so so this is something which I wanted to get straight out of my chest so board support one shouldn't be the first priority but unfortunately that's the first priority for everybody here so the more the more the merrier so that's what people used to say here so it's always better to have a lot of people working on a lot of things rather than few niche people working in few boards but adding a lot of options here doesn't make sense it sort of dilutes the whole phenomenon this is in my opinion so rather this again makes maintenance a nightmare you know so people they wanted to integrate continuous integration so one guy called Kevin he managed to do a continuous integration or a nightly build in his own server rack so in that server rack he has a list of 10 to 12 10 to 12 boards ranging from nuclei to Intel to Arduinos of the world so he was able to uh, deploy and test the latest build in all the different devices and once once if it passes all the checks then automatically the code will be merged to the master so doing continuous integrations in actual physical devices is a very good feat and I tip my hat to him so it was a phenomenal talk and the way he presented it was definitely something which should be observed so he made it sound like as if it was very very easy even though that entire task took him more than one year so to be to be precise it was around one year four months or something like that but but nevertheless if we are planning on having continuous integration for more devices you can say or you can argue that again in the nightly build have a rack where you add the device as well but at the end of the day a lot of devices will be behaving differently because of the type of board and because of the memory and because of the kind of interfaces they support so it's not that much fun so you have to limit the functionalities again so you will have a lot of uh, checks or a lot of flags just to see if it's a sport this this particular module won't be supported and so on so on so on so so this will make your package bloat so basically I can pretty much say that almost all the open source IOT operating systems have a lot of bloating code just because they are supporting more boards so for that purpose they are trying to you know have a lot of things just to take care of those things so it's pretty much advisable to keep your stack clean and simple and then support a very few very 
very good solid boards which are having diverse set of facilities and try to vouch for using those boards so this is what i i feel so in future right so certain operating systems should power only certain hardware so it's all about a hardware i i feel like an apple based approach in the embedded market is needed guys okay you might not necessarily agree with me here this is wholly my subjective opinion but what i feel is right so if we have a solid compatible hardware complemented with a proper open source software right so then people will start pairing them together and develop solutions but you may say that that's the that is how it's been traditionally so before we move after into the era of open source and linux that is how it used to be so people used to write their own assembly and then they will have their own separate binaries and deploy but correct me if i'm wrong so that's something which is being equivalent comparing a mainframe with an ios development so i wanted to have uh, the same functionalities which an ios application or the latest version of ios providing so similarly if riot or zephyr or yakko project is tailored for a different set of boards right so what they are only supporting those boards because they have this set of functionalities and they satisfy the need they satisfy that uh, core tenets of the operating system so by doing this right basically it's a leverage game so if the software libraries if they happen to sort of establish the few tenets and and establishing the guidelines for the hardware to ensure you have following all these checks only then you will be co compatible to run the software if you have a branding in place which does this i feel the software the open source software will have an advantage here so i feel like these sort of companies are fl flying under the radar there are a lot of tech stacks there are a lot of technical geniuses who are working in this open source library they are doing a very brilliant job but they are very much underappreciated because iot software is not having the edge so but right now iot software is, is having an edge but it's going in a different direction i will talk about it very soon but software is not the primary essential till it's primarily dominated by hardware but i feel if a software is just supporting few different boards and have a niche marketing and try to affiliate that these boards are the ones which are satisfying this for different purpose so if you wanted to build an application using this if you use this particular board you will be able to achieve this if they are making a very good set of tutorials and have a brand brand oriented approach over here i feel that will open a lot of opportunities in this arena so talking further right so i sort of alluded away the next important thing right so iot software is not a very good market right now because people they 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 wanted to have the functionalities and they will they, they will have their own custom OS. they will take the fork since it's a base based on a gnu gpl license a lot of operating systems but it's it's not that profitable but right now with a certain area being talked in mainstream a lot and lot right i feel software is having a renaissance and some people are taking advantage of it as well so i'm talking about internet of things and security so security is almost a very big concern with a lot of these different open source operating systems or even a lot of uh, big enterprise based iot operating systems are trying to tackle so security bug hunting is not something which is new for software development folks so people have been very much open about 
how white hat hackers are trying to identify bugs how they are trying to have a big set of cve which is nothing but common vulnerabilities and expo and uh, exploits in the cve database so if you go there right based on different platforms you will be able to see even for different hardware you will be able to see so for example uh, if you go and search in the cve database the vulnerabilities happen in syslink router you will see everything and if you go and check the vulnerabilities happen in drupal cms you will see all the things which is happening there so so this is almost like a very good thing now so just because almost internet is pervasive everywhere from your smartphone to your speaker alexa and google home and cortana to your smartwatch almost everywhere every every device is you know successful susceptible to iot attacks so people are easily now trying to manipulate your self driving car and try to kill you <laughs> so it's it's a very much of a big thing right now so this is something which needs to be addressed so a lot of these iot libraries they are being driven by community so not everybody is aware of all the security practices so they are trying to hire a lot of security consultants but security is a very very big thing so even every single every major like having every major libraries or having a whole end to end encryption will not just solve the problem so trying to bring in a outside expert to sort of build a robust system is always a big bet so i wouldn't say an expert having one expert or a big company to take care of all your security needs is also the right solution but how can we leverage and how can we truly establish proper security so this is something which all of them are collectively right to address so my my suggestion here would be right so the now i wanted to drive the point even more well so i feel like having a pure software and having a pure hardware based solution for security will not going to work it's not going to work but my suggestion is this if iot operating systems and a group of consolidated hardware if they are coming together and if they are forming a partnership saying that only this particular hardware should be supported by our os and also those hardware selling that we were we are riot os or we are zephyr or we are quantik ng compatible so both of them should take owner so what i'm trying to imply is the hardware modules should have a secure zone so there should be a hardware security module hsm implemented in the module and your operating system should be able to take care and initialize your private key or public key there as well so there should be key management happening both in hardware and in software level as well so by doing this right this ecosystem will even more thrive that's what i feel this is my opinion so once the security is not being supported you should never support the hardware so if a if a guy is coming and launching a new open source hardware if he is not having this then boom your device is not supported that's it so having this sort of rigorous check right so this will eliminate almost 40 to 50 percentage of attacks which is happening so just imagine i know this is this may sound like a drastic fix but this is very realistic in my opinion so when we talk about security right security is not just hardware or it's not just software so both of these guys should follow a certain set of compliance they should come together and form a consortium and you know so in order to in order for us to be compatible to all these os we satisfy all these checks so that's the reason we are supporting this board so so this will allow uh, 
much mature ecosystem to go around in this area. So if you wanted to take up IoT research, head directly to security, focus on building HSM modules, and then also focus on building proper RSA-based cryptographic solutions in your OS. So don't just try to solve a segmentation problem or trying to just avoid or adding a new feature in your operating system stack which is not going to be used by a lot of people. If you if you are interested, you can do a lot of hobbies projects where you can do, but don't just focus on that. That system is almost pretty mature right now. So I wanted you to work in an area where there are maximum, where there is maximum leverage. So you, when you go deep into something, right? So at the end of the day, you should be in a position to make the most out of it. Your expertise should solve a very big problem. So I wanted you guys to solve a very big problem which world faces today. It shouldn't be just another feature where only it's benefiting a small set of audience. Anyways, you are going to work hard, right? So when you are putting in effort, ultimately it should be serving a much bigger audience. You are equally putting, you are equally putting your hard work and if it's benefiting 10 users and if it's benefiting 100 users, you should try to solve a problem which is benefiting 100 users. So this is this is common sense on my own. So think think very well about where you stand and where you wanted to position yourself in this ecosystem. So completely focus on security and bringing the best of the hardware and software solution and build solutions completely centered around security by design. All right. So this is my key takeaway from all these things which happened today. So. Rest assured, guys, this ecosystem still has a lot of problems, but nevertheless, what are the, all, all the work which, which these guys have done is very, very tremendous. So when you guys have time, just go through and have the, have the habits of studying code. So it's almost like reading is the best skill which we need to develop. So reading books is a great thing, but reading others' code, reading the codes of developers, like them right we will we will definitely understand be better coding practices and we will also ensure and appreciate how effectively they are managing the lines and how how good they are refactoring the code so start reading code at least 25 to 30 minutes so i think this is something which i started to do recently i'm looking into multiple different open source libraries which are very good very well maintained I'm just trying to understand how the author is trying to add a new feature and just making ourselves a better developer than we were yesterday. So that's it from my guys. That's it from me. So I will be back again with my friend Vishwesh in the next episode. So we will be talking about more about what sort of products we should build right now. So it will be more on entrepreneurship in the product domain, particularly in the business area. All right, folks, have a good one. I will see you next time. Peace.